Hello, this is Trade Chat. My name is Caesar, and today we'll talk about a couple different topics, gaming news, upcoming games, and questions for my newest guest, Michael. Hello, and my name is Michael. We've been friends for a while now, and um, yeah, it's glad to, ha- uh, glad to have you on the show, Michael. Thank you for coming on. Wow, thanks for having me, Caesar. You know I'm always down to do things with you. <laughs> um, but yeah, how are you? How is everything? You ready good, to start? Man. You ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready to go, dude. I'm kind of scared of what you're going to ask me, but I'm, <laughs> I'm ready, dude. All right, awesome. You're doing a good, good job. Oh, thanks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I do have a couple news topics, like I said, and um, the news topics. Ooh. We could go ahead and dive right in. This podcast will run like thirty to an hour. We'll see how it goes, depending on how far we could get down the news and things like that. But we could start off uh, in the news. PUBG, as you may know, is suing Epic Games. And they're suing to protect copyright. And what was going on was that Epic Games knew that Player Unknown's Battlegrounds was coming out while it was in development. So what that means is that uh, the creators of Fortnite knew when and how PUBG was in development because it was running on their engine. They were building... Uh, battlegrounds off their um, unreal engine so they knew um so then battlegrounds thought that it kind of copied them or just try to beat them to the punch with releasing fortnite what do you think uh i think that the lawsuit is uh is okay in my opinion i i can see why it's a thing and uh honestly i, I do think it's kind of screwy that they would do that to that company but you know but i don't know in business classes in college i've been taught that you can't actually like that's like not a that's legal <laughs> so i can see uh fortnite winning that or PUBG winning that right exactly it wouldn't surprise me it's definitely a weird relationship since battlegrounds was built off the unreal engine so they're kind of like suing the creators of their engine, of their game engine. Yeah. So yeah, not yeah. only do they have to work with them while they're suing them, it's like, you know, just a weird relationship overall. Now, I do have a couple of quotes from the um, vice president ex- and executive producer of uh, Blue Hole, which makes Battlegrounds. His name is Cheng Heng Kim. And it goes like this. After listening to the growing feedback from our community and reviewing the gameplay for ourselves, we are concerned that Fortnite may be replicating the experience for which PUBG is known. Do you think Fortnite copies Battlegrounds? Uh, yeah. I would say that they're very similar. But I mean, it's also the game genre where it just comes naturally. It's going to feel like the same game, you know, like, Everybody says every fucking MMO that comes out is a WoW clone. So, you know, with the game genre, it's kind of hard to break apart from that. But I, I guess they're different because Fortnite has, like, the building factor, and that really is the major part of the game that, you know, PUBG doesn't have. So, hmm, that's, right. that's a good question. Uh, I wouldn't say that's a clone or a replica, but I would say they're similar. 
Right. They're, I mean, they're obviously in the same genre. Yeah. They are. They are completely different, in my opinion. But um, you know, they're all battle royale games, and and Battlegrounds wasn't the first either. So I think. I think they're more concerned that they knew they had information that Battlegrounds was in development, so they started Fortnite Battle Royale, and that's right. where yeah. you know Battlegrounds was like, oh wait, let's let's do something about this. So um, yeah, and I got one more quote from the same dude, and um, it says, "Our name was used to officially promote promote their game without our knowledge," and of course they're talking about Fortnite in that quote. Um, and what, what he's saying is that they think that Blue Hole, or sorry, they think that Epic Games was using Battlegrounds to promote Fortnite. And I guess that's where, you know, all the lawyers came in and, and I think it's just going to be a long drown out battle. That's really not going to affect anything at all because these two are big companies. It's not like, you know, like an indie company. Yeah, I think the outcome is definitely gonna take a while to, to like conclude because, I, I I don't know. It's just it's it's weird, because like both sides have their strong arguments. Right. Exactly. So, we'll see how that pans out. It's probably gonna end up in a lot of uh, fees and lawyer money. I, I can I can see Blue Hole Studios like winning a little bit of money, but I mean it's nothing to Epic Games with their Fortnite Empire. Game. Yeah. Literally on every console. It's honestly fucking insane how big that game is. Like the fact that it makes like media news and stuff. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, and <laughs> never, the recent tournament. The recent tournament, the Fortnite Pro Am, and we'll dive into this in a second. Actually, it was for like a million dollars, right? For a charity. Three million. Uh, three million. I believe, yeah, three million dollars, wow. which is insane for you yeah, know. That's a crazy amount. Yeah, and like I said, we'll talk about it later and see if uh, you know. Fortnite is esports ready, but anyways, we could get into uh, the next topic here. Something you guys may not have heard about, and um, also you haven't heard about Michael, and that's Facebook gaming. No oh God, yeah, bad idea. <laughs> Actually, let me hear. It. Go ahead, go ahead. That was launched on June seventh of this year, obviously, okay. as okay. a live stream platform on Facebook. And you could a go on, you could go on Facebook.gg, I believe is the link or something like that. And it's like, it's almost a Twitch clone and they're really pushing it. It seems it obviously competes directly with Twitch and YouTube gaming. And it works similarly to Twitch. It works more similar to Twitch than YouTube. So what you can do is there's like, you could buy stars and these stars are like bits mm-hmm. that you could donate to the streamer and you know they'll get your message on screen are they, things like that. are they bought through facebook or are they like taken straight off your card they're bought through facebook which you okay, can okay. pay with your credit card they right. they you could buy them with the real money right yeah so yeah and and that's a thing now and apparently it's really simple to get into and start streaming so i i think Wait, it's called facebook gaming facebook gaming is what um so, are they trying to keep it like a gaming only kind of thing? Because I mean, they already have like live streaming, right? People go fucking live all the time. It lists the games exactly like Twitch TV. Okay. And um, and it's super similar to Twitch. So, 
Is it uh, live right now? Can I like go to it? Yeah, you could go to it, and I think it's fb.gg actually. Fb.gg, dude. That's how you know Twitch is really making an impact when fucking big markets like this are coming after it. All right. Oh and yeah, look at this shit. Interesting. And they're directly competing with Twitch, so you know. Dude, this is very similar to Twitch. Yeah, exactly, and it just came out. So if you were a new streamer, this is what you would be want to be on. And there's a following system. I'm already following the odd one, apparently. I wonder yeah, how that came me to too. Be. Me too. Oh, you too. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's just based on likes and things like that. So if you like Damn. your follow page, you're already following them. Facebook has a lot of leverage because you already follow all your favorite games, things like that. So they could easily transition to just, oh, here's a live streaming platform for Facebook. The thing is, all the Twitch streamers already have contracts. Though. They can't stream on a different website. So like YouTube or Facebook is going to have to like beef up their contracts to steal people. I guess it's their goal, right? Or would they just like hope that new faces blow up? Right. I mean, I think this is more geared towards the people that really don't have any obligations and things like that. Because, uh, like and, and it's just getting started because the max viewers I see on this site right now is around 2.7K for the streamer I'm viewing. Peak times probably get to maybe like three to 4,000, but um, it kind of works like Periscope too, hmm. where it's like the like, if you hit the oh, like okay, button. Okay. okay. Um, you you know you can see the the hearts or the 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 like, um, the thumbs up. You know, I guess this is like a opportunity for inspiring streamers that have yeah. always wanted to start because this is new. If you were a new streamer, I would highly recommend you know getting on Facebook the, gaming and gaining that exposure. Something oh. I probably wouldn't recommend, though, is, like, there's some services that allow you to stream to multiple sites. I probably wouldn't recommend that. Yeah, I wouldn't see that either. I could see them, like, making a lot of promotions for this. Like, Facebook maybe, doing that? Yeah, like, maybe endgame items, like, for maybe uh, Realm Royale. Because I don't know, because you said it came out on the 7th, right? And it's the 18th, and this is the first time I've ever heard about it. Yeah, I mean, it is a new service, but... um. I think they they could definitely do some partnerships with some games, and I think they'll eventually get big. I mean, Facebook's huge. Yeah. And I think they could eventually, you know, get a following. Of course, uh, Fortnite is the top stream game on here right now. Yeah, Surprise. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, they do have a lot of, you know, streamers and viewers at the moment but nowhere yeah. near maybe youtube gaming or twitch so yeah we'll see how it pans out yeah we'll see how that ends no, up but nobody nobody really famous is on here yet and i don't feel like young people really use facebook anymore it's more for like grandmas and uncles and things like that yeah i think you're right like you typically don't <clears throat> you know see kids on facebook yeah but we'll see. Maybe maybe there's a like community that will get into it. But I think like more options is always good. You know what I mean? It's it's Do you have to have a Facebook account to view these streams? I have no clue. Yeah, that'd be good to find out. 
Yeah. And there's a lot of there's a lot of questions about it, of course, so Yeah. Um and like Most I said, if if you're a new streamer, it's really easy to go live, so if you're looking to maybe get out there, definitely yeah. probably try Facebook gaming. Yeah, that'd be super yeah, that'd be a smart move. Alright. Fortnite esports. Oh lord. Fortnite Epic Games has said that it will provide a hundred million in competition prize pools in its first year. What do you Damn. think about that? I think that's, that's insane. But like, I mean, it could be doable. I guess. I mean, the game is fucking gigantic. So like, it's unbelievable to think about. But I mean, it's definitely doable from those dudes. <laughs> Yeah, for sure, and and I think you know what would be really cool, like in game tournaments for possibly real money, but a uh, hundred million, yeah, a hundred million is huge, and and like that's a lot of money, and I don't know how or where these competitions are going to happen, but there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be interested because that like a couple tournaments a year, that's going to be a couple million dollars for the first second. Yeah third place winners so definitely looking forward to that Fortnite's definitely one of those games that has the money capital to really push that much money into its esports um and it did it in the very first tournament that i have saw anyways for Fortnite, the pro-am with where there was i don't know if you know this but there was 50 celebrities and 50 professional video gamers yeah, yeah, I did. I did see that, and I saw Ninja and Marshmallow playing together. Right, and it was in the north end of a soccer field in Los Angeles, and they all played Fortnite, obviously, and that was a three million dollars in prize money. And I, I actually think you might be right in that. Like first place got one million, yeah. but second and third might have, you know, got in like five hundred thousand. Stuff like that, but it was three million in total, which which is huge, regardless. So, right, yeah. And they had people like Paul George from um, Oklahoma City Thunder, the basketball team, Ninja. Obviously, everybody knows is the very popular streamer on Twitch. Marshmallow, uh, a music artist that makes electronic music. Yeah, and um. And players like that. So, so do they do it just like whatever team ended up getting first place? Or do they do it like on Twitch, how they do like the squads and whoever gets more kills is a pair of two? I'm not too exactly sure on the format, but I do believe it was duos. Okay. And it I was mean, Fortnite. I mean. or, it was Ninja and Marshmallow that were paired together in a duo. And they took it all... I, I, I think it might have been one match. It was all duos, and then the winner of that match is just first place. So it was only one match. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And Fort, or why do we keep saying Fortnite instead of Ninja? And Ninja and Marshmallow <laughs> did take first place, which was uh, crazy. And I think Kitty plays games. I don't yeah, know I saw that. Yeah. Got like second. Yeah. So I, I think Fortnite definitely has the. Uh, the reach to pull in this big time celebrities which can make like gaming like more popular towards the people that just don't um maybe game like for example 
uh, older people or maybe like females that uh yeah just don't because like it'd be crazy to like have you know esports be as big as maybe like nba matches and things like that so we'll see how it turns out it's already happening uh but we'll see in the future yeah definitely now zeroing in though on fortnite you think um, well, let me just ask you this in question form. Is Fortnite esports viable? Uh, I don't know. Because, like, I'm trying to think of how it would work. I, I guess it would just be, like, I, I don't know. I guess they could do teams, right? They could do squads. They could have team members that fight other good teams. Uh, but I, I, I don't know how that would work. But, I mean, I guess I could see it being viable because it's such a giant game. I mean, that charity event they had didn't fucking great, right? So that's just a sign that it can be a thing. Yeah. Now, I think that Fortnite esports, like, it's just the game isn't clear-cut enough. It's, um, I guess it's, I don't know. It's really random, though. You know, it's it's something that... Um, somebody might not be consistently at the top. Like Ninja, we know he's really good, but if he really gets into some random situations, you know, it's it, it's very RNG-esque. But I, I think that some people can be like, okay, it's just last man standing. Whoever Whoever's not dead at the end wins. And I think that's a really easy concept to get yeah, behind. Yeah, no, yeah, 100%. Where, yeah. like, games like League of Legends. I mean, and... yeah. Because my brother's into the whole esports scene. And, like, my parents try to sit down and, like, watch it and try to understand it. And, like, they can't because it's too complex. They're like, I don't know what's going on. But right. with, the, like, Fortnite, it's literally just 100 people on the map. Everybody drops where they want. Last man standing wins. Like, that's very easy to understand. Exactly, and and they they're killing each other, so you you don't have to do objectives, right? Yeah, exactly. Just kill the, the the other players, and it's also a concept that you know it's done before in like, um, the movie. Uh, what was that movie? That uh, that's a battle royale. Why can't oh, I oh Hunger Games? Yeah, Hunger exactly. Games. People can relate it to that in a sense, but in video yeah, yeah. game form. Yeah, okay. That's a good point. But yeah. And um, yeah, switching games here. <clears throat> so Thank we're not God, just finally. on Fortnite. Yeah, a, game that, a game you deemed, you dubbed as the Fortnite killer. Realm Royale. <laughs> Is it dying off already? <laughs> uh, I don't think so, honestly. I don't think it's died off at all, but I don't think it's like grown. Well, I don't know. That I no, nah, I don't think it's died at all. But I, I can th- see it dying soon. <laughs> I think Rem Royale like has some really good aspects to it. It's just that if you re- release it too early on with with little to no content, it's kind of hard to keep coming back. But you could tell, like you could you could make Battle Royale into a really good game, 
Um, it's just there's not really a progression system besides rank. I think that yeah, that's a good point. There, yeah, there's no like battle pass or anything to work up to. But I think that Realm Royale is a little easier than Fortnite, and that's gonna cause it to die. Like, there's a lot more aim assist in Realm Royale, and you can feel it. Because right. sometimes you get a shot off, and you're like, mm, I don't know if I'm supposed to hit that. But exactly. in Fortnite, there's like way more bullet drop and things like that. So I think the skill curve is going to kill off Realm Royale. Yeah, the bloom in Fortnite makes it a lot more difficult to maybe shoot um, far uh, with like a assault rifle. But yeah, yeah and they, they need to speed up or do change the uh, the storm system in Realm Royale because the mounts can outrun it. So like if the storm is creeping up on you, you just mount up and run. Like it's almost it's it's hard to fucking die in the storm. Whereas in Fortnite, you're not paying attention, you don't move quick enough, you're toast, dog. <laughs> yeah, Fortnite and player unknown battlegrounds really punishes you for the blue zone. And Realm Royale, the blue zone is really more of a joke, you know. Yeah, exactly. With the yeah. mounts, I mean, I do like the mounts. Just because it helps me avoid the blue zone, but it's no, just... I do, I do like the mounts as well. I just think that it's, I don't know, there should be a way to be caught in the storm, like if you're not paying attention. Right, exactly. Right. And I, I love the concept. I mean, obviously, people think it's fun. It's just there's not enough content for me to keep coming back. There's no skins, things like that. And if you yeah, release exactly. a game too early on, um, you know. People, people will get that first impression. It yeah. honestly feels like it kind of came out of nowhere, and they kind of just like sent it out, and they were like, "All right, let's see how this BR game does." Because when you play it, it feels kind of underdeveloped. Like there's not a lot to it, you know? Right. It's more of a just like get in the game, get out. Yeah, it's very easy to understand. There's not much to it. Like Fortnite, the building was a super high skill curve, and right. then Realm Royale, there's you know you don't have that. I think it might have been because like some really popular streamer just picked it up in early access and everybody just started playing. Yeah. But... I mean the crafting system is cool. I like that. The spells are cool. They just they need to add skins and things, you're right. Exactly. They, I mean it's bland. Yeah, it is bland. At, at the moment. Um, but yeah, and I mean Realm Royale, uh it's gonna uh, monetize with the battle pass just like Fortnite, i believe i mean it's in there on the menu so obviously the battle pass is coming and hopefully it's exactly like Fortnite because Fortnite killed it with their battle pass yeah it's probably gonna be 10 bucks again and you could work up to making in-game currency skins things like that and hopefully they'll give us content where you have to go around the map and um find things but yeah, I think it's a really good game that has a lot of potential. It's just that it it was really released too early for me. But yeah, the battle pass really could make it something something really cool. Yeah, I agree. It's pretty dull for now, but I can see them changing. Yeah, and, and a follow up question to this Realm Royale is how do you how how would you keep the game fresh? How how has Fortnite done it? Has how has PUBG done it? How how do you keep something like Realm Royale fresh and keep people coming back instead of maybe just like a week long, long game? Yeah, that's a good question because 
I don't know if people want change or if people want like it to be normal, you know? Because like I've heard like even ninjas say that Fortnite is doing too much, and that like if they do the wrong thing, they could kill off their game. Like I mean, for example, like the the self-driven rocket, they had that in the game for like a week, and they're like, okay, okay, they took it out. So I feel like is all it takes is one bad move to get people to be like, ah, fuck this game. Like in PUBG, people say like the second map that they release ruined the game. They're like, ah, that map was bleh. So I don't know if people want the game to stay the same or if they want change. But I agree that you have to have change to keep it, you know, fresh. Right. I mean, the reason why all these games update themselves and completely look different after maybe one patch is because they have to. To keep their player base, you know. I think Fortnite's system is cool in that every patch or so, they change subtle things inside of the map itself. They don't do a new map. Right. Like, you know, we now have, like, the crater that we didn't have before. Uh, and they, they try to do that, like, every patch, which is cool. Right. Every week they might add, like, soccer goals and things like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And they stay relevant to what's happening in the world. That's also huge on Fortnite's part. Like, when Infinity War came out, that was all the game was about. They had Infinity War skins, they had the game mode. Now the World Cup is on, they got all these different flags, all these different soccer skins. So, you know, that, that that's super cool for them to, like, keep up with that. That shows that they just update their game a lot. Right. And these different themed skins, like, there was basketball skins for the right. NBA yeah, exactly. Finals. Exactly. And that shows, you know, yeah, that's awesome because you could buy those skins like, oh, you're hyped to watch the finals. You play Fortnite. Uh, let me buy the the uh, the NBA uh, or not the NBA skin, but like the basketball player skins just to right, show yeah. that, you know, you're you're part of the action. You're part of what's going on in the outside world. Yeah, exactly. Keeps people hip. Right. And I mean, I love that from the developers. I really do. They obviously have enough money to keep developing stuff. And I don't know. Do you like how every week they might, like, add a weapon, take a weapon, things like that? I think they do it too often. Yeah, because... Like, I feel like every, t- like every time I log on Fortnite, did I read something about a new gun coming to the game. I feel like they do it too often. But I do like that they add things, yeah. I feel like... Um, like if I take a break, I might miss something too, which kind of kills it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like when the when the um, when I believe the the rocket launcher that was um, you know, self-driven. self-driven or you could guide it. Like I miss I I didn't use it once because I just missed the whole week and it's it sucks because it looked awesome. Yeah, I think I got it once and I died as soon as I used. It. <laughs> right. And uh, I, I mean, I, I do think it's going to come back in a later like update or maybe like a game mode where they might have like retired weapons, which is awesome. But I just wish um, maybe there was like a sandbox mode where you could practice building and see the weapons. I think that's yeah, a really good idea, cool. actually. Yeah, that is a good idea. Well, you might want to cut that part out and they want somebody to take that. I want to go up front to them with that. <laughs> Uh, pay me, uh, send me the check. Epic Games. We got. Do we have any questions about something that's not Fortnite? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I mean, kinda. It's because Fortnite's so popular, but it really uh, is. I just, I just hate the the crowd that it draws. Right. 
It's just that it was free to play on everything, so all, it brings all these kids that can't afford to pay money. But the thing is, like, I don't think the free to play is that huge. Yeah, I mean, okay, for, that's true for the kid demographic. Yeah, but like PUBG was huge when it came out, and like people didn't care. Like, okay, expensive. This game looks like I can get fifty dollars worth out of it. Let's let's get it. But the fucking you know the game just runs awful, so it's like people don't want to play it anymore. Then you get a free game that has like lower graphics, easier to handle a people load, and everybody's like, "Hell yeah, it's PUBG, but it runs. Let's do it." Yeah, I mean Fortnite is king though, and the top three most popular games are Fortnite, believe it or not, Battlegrounds, and then it's um, League of Legends, most likely after that. So those are the top three most popular games at the at the moment right now. Right. Yeah. And um, not only that, Fortnite, I think, just doubles Battlegrounds possibly because it's on mobile, Switch, all the consoles. And I wouldn't be surprised if it comes out on like VR or something. But <laughs> Yeah, true. That wouldn't surprise me either. But Fortnite has, has, is everywhere and it really is. That's a smart move by them. Taking a quick break, this is Caesar, and I wanted to announce that Trade Chat is looking for anyone that wants to promote their work or service or product on the podcast. And this is going to be free of charge for the first couple of episodes, so just send me an email or contact me through any of the apps, the podcast apps, and we can set something up. Thank you for listening, and back to the podcast. But yeah, we can move on though. We do have popular upcoming games, um, mm. and some release games that I put on here. So, um, we I like to do a segment where I'll ask you if it's a day one purchase. Okay. And then you like just, like I'm gonna get on release day. Right. Okay. Day one. And um, we'll go over releases that already released. So that one's not really like a day one, but. Um, but we still do it like that. And then we'll go over like games that are coming out towards the fall and summer. Okay. Um, the seasons. Cool. All right. So I, there's this one game that's already been released. It's called Jurassic World Evolution. Right, right. Yes, I've heard of this game. I don't know if you've seen gameplay or played it, but it looks awesome, I, uh, actually. I watched gameplay of it, and I uh, fell asleep watching uh, Lyric play it. Now, what uh, Jurassic World Evolution is, it's like a maybe Sim City or like, um, or like cities type game where you build like a theme park for Jurassic Park themed uh, theme right. park. And the game actually looks really good if you're into that type of stuff. It's like um, a roller coaster tycoon kind of game. Right, exactly. Yeah. And it looks really good. Not a not everybody's cup of tea, but is this a day one for you? What's the uh, what's the price on it? The price I believe is around fifty to sixty dollars because no, no, that is not a purchase for me. Alright, awesome. I don't. I, I'm. I'm. Is it? I'm is not there multiplayer? Sure. Like, is is there? Can you play with other people? Um, I do not believe so. No, because that'd be pretty fucking cool. Uh, yeah, then no, it's not a buy for me. And um. Yeah, it's it's on the PlayStation, Xbox, and the Windows, Microsoft Windows, obviously, 
it's at fifty five dollars. Yeah. Yeah, nah, that's not a purchase for me. Looks 55. like a good game. Interesting number. And the release date was on June the twelfth. But yeah, I, I mean, it looks good. I would recommend it if if maybe uh, you like SimCity. But other than that, it was way too expensive. That's not a day one purchase for me. Right. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got Mario Tennis Aces. Okay, I was watching Lyric play this, I believe, and uh, it looked crazy fucking fun. <laughs> and what this game is, it's a tennis game, obviously Mario themed, and it. It's uh, coming out on June the twenty second for Switch only. So Switch only, interesting. So was he playing early access when I was watching? It did come out early in the form of a demo. It was like a not okay, really a okay. demo. It was more like a tournament edition, like early access type deal. And okay, I okay. did play it. It was awesome. Um, and you have a couple characters that you could play around six or nine, something like that. And it was really good. Uh, definitely a big getting used to, but it's coming out on June the 22nd. I do believe it's going to be full price Switch game. I know you don't have a, uh, a Switch, but if you did, would it be a day one? Uh, I think if I picked up a Switch, that would be one of the first games that I bought for it, yeah. Cool. It's not going to be a day one for me just because I need to see more content from the tournament okay. edition. But- it's a good point, but watching the gameplay, I felt really into it and felt like I could be playing it. So, I would say no, it's a game that I consider for sure. The base gameplay is awesome, but for sixty, it's fifty to sixty like, yeah, dollars. It's, it's, they gotta release shit. Right, exactly. And um, yeah, uh, definitely not one for me, but it's awesome. Comes out on June the twenty second. Mario Tennis Aces. All right. A game that I know you've played, Destiny 2, expansion number 3, I believe, Forsaken. Destiny 2, expansion 3, Forsaken. Are you, are you buying a day one? See, this is this is something that, this is a game that I'm going to wait a couple days before I buy, maybe a couple weeks, because I was really into Destiny 2. I played it for a really long time, and I preached that it was a great game for a long time. And it just turned around and crashed after like a month. Nobody played it anymore. It was desolate. They didn't update it. It was very stale. And with the new release of uh, whatever the previous expansion was, the second one, I heard that it was not that great, and it didn't really help bring the game back to life or anything. So I don't know. I kind of have lost hope. This is the last chance they have to bring me back. I also do think it's kind of fucked up that they released the game not too long ago, and there's already two expansion packs within like six months of the game coming out. That's honestly ridiculous, both at full price. Um, you know, it's not really something people want to pay to do. You know, DLC is frowned upon, but... It's honestly ridiculous. I didn't yeah. know that. So they already released two expansions before this. This is actually the third expansion. Right, yeah. I think they had... What is this? I think they had Fallen King or something. I think that was the name of the second one. And how much does the first and second expansion cost? Well, the base game was $60. The first expansion, I believe, was $60 as well. And this one is going to be the same price, I believe. So you're going to spend possibly... And I'm pretty sure each game had one raid. And that was like the end of the content. That is ridiculous. Yeah. I did the raid in the first, in Destiny 2, when Destiny 2 came out. 
And it was really fun. Granted, I did it with people that knew what they were doing. It would be frustrating if I didn't know what I was doing. But the problem is is there's only four bosses. So there's four bosses, and that's it. Mm -hmm. They all have different mechanics. They take quite a long time. They're probably like 12 to 15-minute fight intervals apiece. Uh, but it's the same four fights every week. They don't change at all. It's the same thing. And once you get it down, you can speed run it. And I think they had harder difficulties and things like that, but it didn't really change the fight. And that's kind of a deterred reason to play. You know, I don't want to do the same thing every week. Right. Did you say it had different difficulties? I believe so. Okay. So for better loot and things like that, just like in other MMOs. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think they're trying to make it like an MMO. Now, uh, did you own Destiny 1? No, I did not play Destiny 1 at all. Because I know at the beginning it was kind of the same problems. It, it just had a drop off. It was still hype though. Um, Where it got it, it's like player base like maybe a few months down the line. I think Destiny 1 was actually a pretty good game after the expansion came out. Or what I the thought, expansions. What I thought about Destiny 1 is that it was a, a console like game. Like that's what it was directed at was console players. It's kind of like, hey, this is like an online Halo, get with the times kind of thing. And then Destiny 2, I feel like more people played it on PC because... Did Destiny 1 come out on PC instantly? Or did it take... I don't remember. I do not believe so. I don't think it might have ever came out on PC. It was either that or the PC release was late and people didn't like that. So this one, people, the PC gamers hopped on it because they're like, hell yeah, Destiny's coming to PC. And the console gamers that played Destiny 1 that loved it are like, fuck yeah, I'm getting Destiny 2. And then we all got let down as a whole. So that's good. Right. And um, I don't know. It seems like that's a lot of you know, money to spend on one game, especially if you want all the expansions. Um, and also you got like games like Anthem coming out. Not too soon, but like it, players want a good game that doesn't yeah, exactly. have two expansions in the first six months, yeah. Yeah, I definitely understand that. But yeah, that's Destiny 2. You could buy just or that's Destiny 2, the third expansion, Forsaken. You could buy it on September the 7th, and I believe it's going to be full price, just like the other expansions. Moving on, Marvel's Spider-Man, September 7th uh, as well. Is this going to be a day one purchase for you? Um, I saw a gameplay of this at E3, and it looked fucking awesome. Like the the combat seems very smooth. Everything seems like it's it's it's, a, it's an awesome game. You know, you have all the main villains coming after Spider Man. That's pretty cool. Uh, and they hint that like there's like a different boss at the end. You know, but I don't know if it's a day one purchase for me because I believe they had like a similar game like the Batman game. Wasn't that, like, incredibly popular in, like, I think Arkham City, is that what it was called? Yeah, Arkham City was insane. Yeah, it seems just like Arkham City to me. Like, it's the same type of game. Uh, so I think it's going to do fucking great, like Batman did. But it's not really my cup of tea, so I don't think it's a day one for me. Yeah, thanks for the insight. Um, <laughs> no, but, um, no, you did, You actually did really good there. But I, it's going to be uh, PlayStation 4 exclusive, so... That kills oh, it. I did not know that. Yeah, right. that's yeah, that's done. Wow, that kills it. And even if I had a PS4, I don't think I would have to wait. I believe because 
if it is as you say as good as arkham city i would buy it because arkham city was a crazy good game right it's exactly. just that this my this this new spider-man game is just uh looks a wow. lot different i didn't know it's a ps4 exclusive then yeah that ruins it yeah and we could dive into like how the playstation 4 just doesn't play nice with other platforms um for example fortnite i don't know if you heard but um you can't like transfer over your Fortnite um, account to the to the Switch or the or the Xbox. Really interesting. Yeah, so like if you have an Epic Games Fortnite account for the PlayStation, your your um, your progress won't transfer over to the Switch. The Xbox, you can't crossplay with the Xbox. Only the PC. So I feel like Sony's really playing dirty. Because they're the most yeah, dominant platform. Yeah, that's what it seems like. And I don't know. I just don't like it. It's not really good for games, but uh, I mean, they they have the most the most players on their on their platform. So like, why wouldn't they do it either? So yeah, I agree. I agree. Just depends, but yeah, it's not going to be a day one purchase for either of us. Spider Man, Marvel Spider Man coming out September seventh. In the fall, and um, it's going to be full price, $60. And you could go pre-order right now, I believe. NBA 2K19. <laughs> uh, I have never been a sports fan, like sports game fan. I like sports, but I don't like sport games. Uh, played Madden growing up a little bit, but yeah, I didn't. I never really like loved it. You know, whenever I get invited to play like a sporting game, I'm I'm always like eh I don't really like these and I kind of like back up so for me this is not going to be a day one purchase. Right, I mean, I did buy 2K18 and that came out for the Switch. It is going to be released for the PC, I believe. Interesting. uh, Let me tell you how bad the the, they supported the 2K18 like. It's ridiculous. I bought it on the Switch thinking, okay, I could play on the go, but the um, there was like a single player mode where you create your own character and things like that, and it was a buggy right. mess. They were talking in slow really? motion. It wasn't synced up. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing with the game. Interesting. But it's dead online, and I don't know. It's just definitely not one of the games I look forward to because last year they... This is the first NBA game I ever bought, and it's just not, you know, they failed me, and I'm not going to buy another game until I really see the, you know, reviews coming out. But, yeah, not a day one purchase for me. You can buy it September 7th in the fall. Make it an RPG, kill people with basketballs or something. Maybe I'll buy it. (laughs) (laughs) NBA 2K19. All right, these two next games are pretty juicy. Black Ops 4, it comes out on October 12th. Oh, boy. Is that a day one for you? I don't know. I haven't seen... Uh, my first instinct is no. Absolutely not. <laughs> Call of Duty's been dead in my head for years, and I don't think it can ever come back, but... It's calling for us on the Battle.net launcher. I know. That's crazy. I think that that's going to bring it crazy attention. It has, honestly. Like I mean, you go to play fucking WoW, and it's like, dude... Call of Duty staring at me. <laughs> like, I don't know. But I haven't seen any gameplay of it. I haven't really read up about it. I don't know what the game's about. So, 
I can't say that I'll buy it on day one, but if a lot of people play and it sticks around, I'll pick it up. Right, and you know, black or yeah, Black Ops Four always comes with the usual bullshit. You pre-order, you get shit. You buy the season pass, you get right, shit. Right, right. You know, so it entices you to buy it, to pre-order it, and get the season pass, things like that. So, um, I don't know. This one's gonna be really hard for me. Now I bought other. Um, Call of Duty games on the PC before hoping they were going to be good and they are good it's just not fully supported it's not optimized not fully supported on the PC and I do wish there was more players uh, there's definitely right. not enough of a player base on PC for the um, previous games but they are coming out with a new mode I believe it's called Blackout and it's their Battle Royale mode I don't know if you heard about this or saw the E3 trailer I did not actually but they're they're obviously going to put a battle royale mode. I mean, why not? But this one, they're going to have land, air, and sea vehicles. Now, vehicles are not that common battle royale modes. I know there's some in, you know, the Arma 3 variants, uh, player unknowns, but nobody's done air. Um, yeah, air would be very interesting. I don't know how that would work. And apparently they mentioned that there's going to be a lot of verticality, meaning there's going to be a lot of up and down in the game. So we really have to see. Maybe it's going to be like a complete stomp for whoever gets the AC-131st. <laughs> that, that, that kind of excites me, though, that they're doing BR. It, right. it, Out it's of gonna all... It's going to keep the game alive, if anything. Out of all the new Battle Royale games, I think Black Ops 4 is going to put the newest like spin on it. And I'm I'm actually kind of excited what they do. Yeah, I mean, a VR game made by fucking Activision and Treyarch, it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be top tier. And they're hyping it up a lot. So it's a AAA studio with their right. AAA game um creating a Battle Royale game and um I think it's going to be, you know, really innovative, really cool, and it's going to um it's going to be at least fun for the first month or so, hopefully. Yeah, if they throw in a ranking system, a progression system, it'll last. I can see that. Right, exactly. Especially on consoles. The PCs like always like you know, n- nobody likes Call of Duty on PC, but and uh, there's hopes that it's going to be optimized because it's coming out of a AAA company. So right. it's probably gonna it's gonna run good. Exactly, but there's always a toss up on the PC. I I do want to maybe play the beta or demo before I play it. That way I could see if they really tried, and then I might buy day one. So I would like count a demo. me in. Count me in if they release a demo. It looks good. It plays well. I'll buy a day one. Cool. And that releases October twelfth. Black Ops four. Battlefield five, October nineteenth. Day one. Uh, this game I've been pretty excited for. Uh, I'm always excited for new Battlefield games because I think they're far more superior than the Call of Duty series. But they off they flop after release as well. So I don't know. I always get suckered into buying Battlefield games on day one. Always, all my friends are always like, "Yeah, let's let's fucking go, man. We're gonna keep giant squads together." And it's like that for like a week, and then nobody plays it anymore. So, if they show me that there's a progression system or some kind of way to keep players active, then yeah, I'll buy the game. But 
Right now, it's not day one. For me, I bought Battlefield 3 and 4. And I didn't buy Battlefield 1. But I think that Battlefield 5 could be a potential uh, hit. I think it could be a lot bigger than Battlefield 1 if they do things right. Now, uh, continuing on from Black Ops 4, Battlefield 5 is also going to have a Battle Royale mode. Why not? But um, I do think Black Ops 4 is going to do it two times better, at least. I really do. I think that's just going to be... I think I think Battlefield 5 is going to make a carbon copy of PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds as their Battleground, as their Battle Royale game. And I think that's not going to be, you know, one of the main core uh, game modes of the game. I wonder if it's going to be built in with the base game, if it's going to be an extra game. I mean, you know, EA, they'll charge you for anything they can. Well, actually, um, Battlefield 5, they came out and said it in, in 3 that they're they're really not going to charge you for the season pass or anything. So it's it's going to be completely uh-huh. different. Apparently, everybody's going to have everything. You just pay for the base game. I don't know. So they're doing it a little bit differently. I don't know how they're going to monetize. Maybe they're just going to monetize with skins and things like that. I don't know how that'll work out. But... Yeah, I don't know either, but that's a good move by EA. Right, just give the players what they want type deal. And I mean, I think if enough of my friends buy, I will be buying this game. But um, on day one, but as for right now, I can't say definitively for that. I am hyped yeah. about it. More games. I'll let, I'll let you know if I buy it, Caesar. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right. So day one for me, maybe day one for you, maybe. Battlefield 5, October 19th. All right, let's dive into some questions I handpicked for you. Obviously, the two biggest games in gaming, which game has the longest lifespan? Player Known Battlegrounds or Fortnite? Fortnite. Fortnite? You think they could, they could keep going the longest? Yeah, they're doing good so far. They haven't dropped off at all. I think they're going to keep it rolling. Yeah, Fortnite's been killing it. PUBG yeah, they... is definitely not something that we, we need to underestimate, though, because it consi- it consistently shows up number one on Steam as the most played game. It just needs to have more reach. I don't believe it's on the PS4 yet. I don't know why. That's a major mistake. Yeah. Why it's on the Xbox, not on the PS4. I hate to be talking about Fortnite again, but uh, it's just so huge. And uh, yeah, I I I might disagree with you here and say that PUBG might actually outlast it, just because it's um it's a more serious game that might have more dedicated or ni- ni- niche players so that might be why maybe in three years the last players will still be on battlegrounds instead instead of fortnite but we'll see how it goes and um you can only look forward to what they're releasing i mean each has different releases but i mean which game do you prefer to play more fortnite or battlegrounds well i generally play with friends so it has to be fortnite there's no question about that. Fortnite is is 
everybody's playing it and everybody could play it because you could play with the xbox players ps4 players on pc anyways so fortnite's definitely the killer if you could play like on the pc you could play with your girlfriend or your mom on fortnite so it's it's something we could all play like it's everybody knows about it and that's why that's why I prefer to play it because it's just uh, the out, the reach of Fortnite's huge and it kind of brings people together in a sense you, I feel like do you think Fortnite needs a ranking system I do I don't know why it doesn't have one just like Realm Royale yeah exactly like it needs to have if we're bringing esports into Fortnite it has to have some competitive aspects of it you know you think they should do like realm royale where it it is like every game you play determines your rank or you think they should have like a ranked game mode i don't know i think realm royale is their ranking system is flawed bigly like i think it's flawed hugely because if you play enough you'll eventually get to the higher right but I think there is a good ranking system for these battle royale games. Nobody has done it right, but I think they they should have a ranking system to determine, you know, what it would your just rank be is. hard. It'd be hard at this point with the cross platform. You couldn't do cross platform with the rank. Yeah, that is true. Maybe have like a new game mode. Yeah, they would have to. But yeah, for they like rank only or ranked, you know. Um, instead of solo, it'd be ranked. You'll play solo. You think it should be based off where what you end up in the game or how many kills that you I mean get. both. I know they have data and metrics that really measure how well you did in a game. Placing first, obviously, is going to be... Um, Biggest influencer. Yeah, one of the influence, influencers yeah. anyways. And also, like... I mean, if you have 15 kills but die third place, you know, that's that means something. Yeah. Maybe, like, since there's, like, 100 players, maybe if you end up top 50, your rank goes up regardless of where you place. That's cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. But I think that'd be awesome to have maybe a League of Legends-type ranking system that you could be diamond and just show off to your friends in Fortnite right, to, see, yeah. to show how good you really are. I mean... I don't I, I don't understand why they they don't have it. KDA doesn't tell the whole story. And I really think Fortnite needs uh for I mean I I need I think all the battle royale games need a ranking system and Realm, Realm Royale was uh innovative in bringing it first. Yeah. Agreed. All right. What's the next big game, Michael? The next big game. We've we've got We've got huge releases that kind of flopped. Bless. Here's a here's a question for you. How do you think WoW Classic is gonna end up? Um, you know, I was talking about this in my last podcast, and I think having two versions of the same game kills the game. Because if you're a new player, you don't know which version you want to play, and your if your friends are playing classic wow but not regular wow you're gonna have to do it all over again you're playing a different game essentially because new wow is completely different from classic and um 
mentioned them, yeah. I mean, uh, we'll see how you feel about this in a second. I just think it kills the game having two different versions of the same game. And there was actually news recently where it's like uh, World of Warcraft was going to be based on Pouch 1.12. And that's when the raids came out, things like that. So I don't know what players really mean by... I don't know what nostalgia means because I know some people like Wrath. I know some people like Vanilla. So just bringing back classic WoW, like it's just a different, you really have to like, you can't please everybody. Right. Like, how are you going to do patches in that game? Are you going to keep it Vanilla? Are you going to work up to go ahead? How do you think they should have done that then? Do you think that they should have just like, implemented servers that were just rolled back patches that you can play or do you think i think i think all right let's compare it to runescape as well because they obviously have a model that works for them kind of not really but kind of i think the best way to do it is to have maybe a character transfer or something like that where you could have you could play with the same character but it'll be a little it'll, it'll be different obviously so your max level right now will be your max level in the classic that way you don't have to maybe level through it you could just go straight to enjoy what you enjoyed rating pvp uh end game level stuff things like that uh and when i talk about runescape like my friends all play old school runescape but as a new player, old school RuneScape looks like trash compared to new one. Why would I play old one? Uh, I think I believe it's called um, OSR, old school RuneScape. Yeah, OSR. Yeah. So it really gives me no reason to play the old one. Just and the only reason is that my friends are playing it. So I think having two versions of the same exact game is uh, uh, that idea belongs in the garbage can nostalgia is something you can't really ever get back that's something you already experienced right yeah. and wow wow is a completely different game it's improved but it's just that it's not as popular anymore just like runescape so don't i i wouldn't do it if i was the if i was blizzard or the runescape developers jagged i believe yeah I wouldn't have done that since the start. I would force the new. I would force everybody to play um, my newest game and just improve on it. What do yeah. you think? Yeah, I agree. I think that they should just work on WoW as as it is. I don't think as many people want classic WoW as they say they do. Like I know that was a meme, but I think it's true. Like I don't know. I played a little bit of WoW, classic WoW, and it fucking sucked. I didn't like it. I die a lot. It was it was difficult. It took way too long to level up. And I don't think people want that. They just want... I don't know what they want. <laughs> Alright, that's what I mean. As a WoW fan, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, they, they, they need to make the game a little more difficult. They need... I don't know. Artifact weapons were dumb. Those were leaving, though, so that's good. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Right, that's exactly how I feel. Just improve on your ba- on your base game. You right. can't really do anything about it. There was a dude. There was a dude that came out uh, from Blizzard that was like, uh, "You guys don't know what and don't know what you guys want," and that's completely true. I mean, yeah, we want to feel the same feeling as Vanilla WoW, but it's an outdated game. You can't get the feeling the same feeling back. 
Right, yeah. And then if you have different servers for different expansions, like Wrath, Classic, it's going to divide the player base. So there's not going to be as many players on Wrath as Vanilla, things like that. So that's why that's why I hate to see it being implemented. I understand why, because everybody wants it. But I still do believe that WoW is going to keep declining because MMOs aren't in style. Yeah, I agree. Um, at least WoW is in style, but we'll see how it plays out. Hopefully it's good. All right, so um, I do have another question. This one's more towards like esports, but do you think esports players are going to get contracts for shoes or other like clothing from big brands such as Nike or Adidas? Uh, damn. I don't know. I, I would say that I could definitely see them getting branding. But I don't know about these athletic companies because, like, they're for athletes. And, I mean, do they consider esports gamers athletes? I guess that's what it comes down to. But, I mean, I can see them getting, like, I don't know. Maybe they get, like, Payless or something to sponsor them. <laughs> but, no, I can see them getting branding. That's definitely realistic. Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of like, happened, but not on the level of Nike or Adidas. Right, yeah, like Under Armour Nike. If they're going to do something like that, I don't know. Because they sponsored real athletes not saying they're not real athletes i don't know where i stand on it so don't ask me that but (laughs) uh yeah i don't know just i guess just comes down to if they consider them athletes or not they're not athletes but they are um they're mental they're mentally athlete like i guess I guess it'd be the same concept as if you would sponsor like a chess player. But right. I think I think they will eventually do it if it becomes popular enough cuz honestly it's not about it's not about whether they're athletes or not. It's about how much reach they have cuz yeah. if Steph Curry given that he's famous and everything played video games, I just still do believe that Nike will give him like a deal just because like it reaches people people like him it's about him and not so much the sport and that's what i think about that so i do think eventually they might do it um it'll probably be geared more towards like upper body clothing just because when they stream and things like that you can't really see their shoes so it don't really make sense but that'd be really interesting and uh maybe maybe they will come out all right, my last and final question. Will esports gambling take off? Yes. Yes. Uh, it's already been kind of shown with, uh, what was it, CSGO? What was that called? CSGO Lotto or some shit like that? There's been Where a bunch of Phantom Lord was uh, bending people over and fucking them. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, CSGO gambling was, is, was, I don't know if it is anymore, but it was huge, gigantic. Everybody did it. There's literally just streamers doing that all day, and they had 20,000 people watching them just bet money. Uh, but I think that, like, gambling with esports just adds an extra thrill factor to it. So, you know, like, why would it not be a thing? Right, it's exactly. It's a reason for people to get more engaged, a reason for people to tell their friends about it. Like, hey, I can bet on a team better than you can. Like, <laughs> I know talent. <laughs> 
Now there was recently a law, I believe, passed into into law, law that was passed into law, <laughs> that um, allowed the states to determine whether gambling was was going to be allowed in their in their state. And I think mm-hmm. that's the gist of it. I'm not too sure, so uh, don't quote me. But I mean, uh, I, can I think see that being a blocking. I think bank. it's going to be huge. I, I honestly do, and. Now that it's going to be more legal, I do think that um, sports in general, sports gambling, is going to take off. And I do think sports gambling will take off as well. I mean, if you could bet who wins a Fortnite game, that that's, you know, yeah. the odds could be really um, in your favor. And um, I think more sites will pop up. And yeah, I agree. That'd be awesome to be betting for which team. I mean, wins. I, I personally would like to partake in that. Right, so. exactly, and you know, we t- we could talk about odds on like a podcast, um, right? Like, see who you favor, and that'd be like an awesome different aspect of it. I don't understand why it's not legal just yet in um, a lot of states because it could be taxed and things like that. It's the same argument for every other gambling, but right, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's like betting on horse races, but for esports. Yeah, it's super cool. I just gotta find a game that I want to keep up with enough to care about the esports. Right. There's no esports that I follow right now. I mean, might watch the Overwatch League finals, but I don't know shit about those teams. If if Fortnite really really does have huge prize pools, I think Fortnite esports is gonna be a pretty big. Um, pretty yeah, I big agree. Thing. So. Hopefully we'll see how that goes, and um, and we'll see what people come come up with. But yeah, and that is everything we talked about. We talked about a lot of stuff, a lot, a lot of, of Fortnite, a lot of Fortnite, yeah. News, Fortnite's always in the news. Can't keep it out of your mouth. I know. Don't you dare suggest <laughs> that we play that game after this podcast, because I am not going to play with you. We I talked to my cousin. He can, maybe he will. Omega Lol. We talked about upcoming games uh, such as Spider Man, Black Ops Four. Exciting. And, what was uh, your, what was your favorite game to see at E three? What game excited you the most? A game that I'm not going to be able to play, which is going to be that ninja game that looks fucking awesome. Is it Ghost of Tsushima or whatever? Is that yes? Yeah, that, that game, game looks that game looks fucking insane. sick, dude. That scene they had of the two dudes battling under the tree in that field, dude, that was crazy. With I the was leaves like, falling, yes, 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 dog. I was like, damn, dude, this game is fucking sick. Why wouldn't you be playing that? So uh, it's because it's only coming on on the PlayStation. It's oh, a PlayStation I gotta go. exclusive. <laughs> I didn't know that. I gotta go. So like, damn, <laughs> fuck. Every goddamn time, every fucking game I want to play, dude. PS4 exclusive, God of War can't play that. This it's, game can't play. It's just that they're doing they're they're making a monopoly with these games, like The Last of Us. It's just it's honestly that their studios are better than the Microsoft studios because The Last of Us they killed it. Uh, God of War, that's game of the year possibly for some people, and then. Um, and there's this new game which looks fucking insane. This ninja game with the Mongols. Like, that game Maybe just looks time insane. I pick up a, a console, see if pick up the controller. I don't know if that, <laughs> I don't know if that game with uh, that Kojima guy 
where it had Norman Reedus in it is going to be a PS4 exclusive. But that game looked insane too. Did you like that uh that like Weeboo Dream game that came out? What's it called? You know, it's like Mortal Kombat but anime characters. Oh, you're talking about like the One Piece Naruto? Yeah, 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 that game. I mean, I think it's called Force something. Yeah, something like that. Uh, I mean, it's not going to be a day one for me just because fighting games aren't my thing. But, um, but no, it looks it looks good. I mean, I think it's going to be trash, but it looks good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I don't. I don't. I don't know if it's going to come on PC. Uh, right. Right. Yeah. But it looks good. All right, well, thanks, Michael, for coming on the show. I know this was poss- uh, probably your first ever podcast, but thanks for coming on. Um, don't assume that, okay? And uh, <laughs> thanks for everybody listening, uh, if you guys are listening. But um, hopefully we could do more podcasts in the future. Let me know if Michael is trash. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. This is the Trade Show Podcast as um, with me as a host, Caesar. Have a great day, guys. Thanks. Love you. Bye.